Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's Tuesday, June 6th. Do you know what day it is? It's today in sports betting. Hello and welcome to another day in today in sports betting. I'm your host, Doug Reed, and as always, you can find me on Twitter at Doug underscore Reed 34. This is the Sports Ethos presentation, and if you haven't already, please go to sportsethos.com and check our packages out, our free information out. We have a ton of information, whether you're into wagering, whether you're into uh, fantasy sports, DFS, we have a ton of information, podcasts across every major sport, and definitely something that you'll find interesting there. A lot of reasonable packages as well. So please check us out at sportsethos.com. Before we get to this slate today, which is all baseball, um, the Stanley Cup played game two last night and Vegas took a 2-0 lead. And the NBA Finals is tied at one going back to Miami, but that's not until tomorrow. So just baseball today. But as we take a walk down memory lane in today in sports, a few things jumped out of me. In 2007, the Anaheim Mighty Ducks, now known as Anaheim Ducks, but the Mighty Ducks back then, uh, won their first Stanley Cup with a 6-2 victory over Ottawa to win the Stanley Cup four games to one. Four years later, uh, 2011, Garrett Cole, out of UCLA, was drafted number number one overall by Pittsburgh, the same Garrett Cole who is now the ace of the New York Yankees. In 2017, Scooter Jeanette hit four home runs in a 13-1 win against St. Louis. He became the 17th player to hit four home runs in one game. Pretty impressive for a guy that most people probably don't really re- remember. And then next year, uh, 2018, Casey Mize was drafted number one overall by Detroit. Still a prospect for the Tigers, but has really struggled uh, with some injuries and not on, the, on not, not pitching this year. And um, interesting to see how he does. I'm not really sure he'll develop to the superstar that everybody thought, but number one overall in 2018 was Casey Mize. So, um, quick recap of last night uh, in the NHL, we had Vegas winning 7-2 to take a 2-0 lead in the Stanley Cup final. I actually had Vegas on the puck line, which means they have to win by two, and got that at plus 190, so quite happy with that pick. And interesting, I, I thought Vegas would win the Cup. I didn't, I mean, they're up 2-0 going back to Florida. I don't think they're going to sweep. I think Florida's going to... Um, 
win probably one of the two there. Uh, I think I said early Vegas probably in six. Um, I still think that's probably true. I think Florida has the ability to come back and uh, make the, make make this series close, but Vegas is clearly the better team, so still leaning on Vegas. In baseball, I was actually 6-0 last night, up 6.26 units. So um, best night of the year for me and having a great June, 17-6 and so far, plus 12.13 units. Been on a bit of a heater. Not sure how long that will last. Uh, if you listen to me for the past few years, you know that uh, the goal is just over 52% in winning. And baseball this year, I'm 57.14%, up 31.87 units. So having a great run. But I know, uh, as any anybody who's wagered for a while knows, that uh, that number is unsustainable. As much as uh, when you go online, you hear all the touts um, promoting their 70, 80, 90%, their four and five unit plays, uh, is frankly a load of crap. And I'm ecstatic how well I've been doing. And I do expect some regression to come. Uh, fit just over 57%. I don't expect to continue at that rate from, through uh, through the season for Major League Baseball. But happy while it's working and had a good night last night. So hopefully that can continue tonight. So with that, let's head out to the diamond. And the first game on the block, let me just pull the card up here, sorry, is in Philadelphia where we have the home Phillies against the Tigers. And we have the Phillies at minus 200 favorite. Uh, the Tigers can get plus 170. Total here is 9.5. Juicy the under. Um, sorry. You can get the Tigers at plus 170. Total here is 9.5. Juicy the under. Um, so, obviously, a juicy under minus 120. Obviously, money coming in on the under. For Philly, we have Taiwan Walker on the hill. 57 or 5.7 57 and a third innings uh, pitched 5.65 ERA 1.45 whips and not having great year but opposing him on Detroit side is Tyler Alexander the lefty which will purely be an opener 6.38 ERA uh, 1.33 whip not really on this game can't can't get to either side you can get the Phillies on the run line at minus 105 not really sure I like that line. If anything, I would look to that. Uh, the under, obviously, at minus 120. Money's coming into the under. Uh, kind of a stay-away game for me. Don't really have a feel either way for this game. Next game is an interesting game. Uh, Minnesota travels to, to Tampa to, pay, to play the Rays. You can get the home Rays at minus 175. On the money line, the road twins at plus 150. Total here is eight. Uh, juice minus 110 on both sides. You can get the home raise on the run line at plus 115. For Minnesota, and this is kind of uh, what makes it interesting to me, is Louis Varling. Good-looking good prospect. Done done well so far. 41 innings, 3.51 ERA, 1.15 foot. Against Zach Eflin, who I was backing earlier, but he seems to have struggled a little lately. 60 innings. 3.30 ERA and a even one whip. So great numbers. But when I look a little deeper, um, he's kind of, I think, slowed down. So his recent outings against 
the Cubbies at Chicago, six innings, four hits, three earned runs. Not really impressive. Against Toronto, which is a good outing, seven innings, six hits, one earned run. Against Milwaukee, uh, very average offense, seven innings, four hits, three earned runs. Uh, at the Yankees, six innings, seven hits, four earned runs. At Baltimore, six innings, seven hits, four earned runs. So uh, his numbers look good, but I think he's, I mean, he was signed to a huge contract or the largest contract in Tampa Rays history and he's done well his numbers look good seven and one on the season so uh, although we don't really look at that the the win-loss record there has been impressive but I'm not really sure I'm going to be backing uh, I've got a whole lot of faith backing him so I, in, in Tampa is in a travel spot Minnesota was home last uh, home and didn't play I'd actually look towards and not on this game but I'd look towards the Twins at the plus one's fifty money line. Uh, not a great hitting team, obviously, uh, but Tampa certainly slowed down a little bit lately, and I just think there's some value there. I can't, I can't back the Rays at minus one fifty, and total of eight. Not really sure. I, if anything, I would lean towards the under here. I think the, the uh, pull up, yeah, there's not a whole lot of sixty six percent of the bets, but seventy one percent of them. Uh, money is coming in on the over eight. <clears throat> so not a huge um, split either way. Obviously, they're backing the over, but not a huge um, amount of pro money coming in there. Next game, which is, I think, a very interesting game. And if you listen to me for a while, I'm kind of going back on what I've said forever. But anyways, Kansas City is in Miami to play the Marlins. You can get the home Marlins at minus 150. The road Royals at plus 130. Total here is eight juiced to the um no sorry juiced both sides at minus one uh minus 110 interesting here is that zach Rinke's on the hill six two and a third innings 4.19 era 1.14 whip and i've always said fade grinky on the road but he's actually done fairly well this year been fairly consistent home and away at home uh, for the Marlins is Jesus Lazardo, 66 and two-thirds innings, 4.05 ERA, 1.35 whip. And I looked into Kansas City against lefties, and they're a little below league average in their triple slash line, so their batting average, their uh, on-base percentage, and their slugging. But they're more like 18th, 19th, 20th. They're not terrible. They're pretty average. I don't really like backing Kansas City's bats in any ways, in any way. But uh, Grinky's been pitching well lately. Um kind of found the fountain of youth, if you will. As much as um, the past year, year and a bit, everybody said back him at home, maybe back him at home, but do not back him on the road. Um, I think this is a game, especially especially with the line you're getting, you're getting plus 130 on the Royals. I'm looking to back. I'm not on it yet. If, they get, if this gets a little higher, I'll be back in Grinky. Uh, Lizardo's been good, inconsistent, but minus 150 is no way, and I'm not taking... The Marlins at home on the run line at plus 130. Juicy number, uh, but I'm not expecting them to be able to win by two at home. So not going to be able to back them. Take a quick break, and when we get back, uh, hit the rest of the games. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off 
my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Next game on the board is in Pittsburgh, where the battle of, I think, two of the worst teams in baseball. Although Pittsburgh has a decent record. I think they're falling back down to earth. Oakland A's are in town to play, continue the series against Pittsburgh. And you can get the home Pirates at minus 240. The road Oakland A's at plus 200. Total here is 8.5, minus 110 on both sides. You can get the home Pirates on the run line at minus 115. And that is because their ace, Mitch Keller, is on the hill. 7-1 on the season, 74 and two-thirds innings, 3.25 ERA, 1.08 whip, and 93 strikeouts. Opposing him is James Caprillion, uh, 0-6, 37 and two-thirds innings, 8.12 ERA, 1.81 whip. He has been terrible this year. A guy I've backed for, or not backed, but like for the last couple of years, uh, came over from the Yankees a few years ago. I think he's a better pitcher than that. Uh, I think there's probably some value here taking Oakland at plus 200, but that's a pretty gutsy call. Can't back the Pittsburgh at minus 240. That might be the highest number they've had all year. And can't back the run line at um Minus 115. Total here is 8.5. Not a whole lot of runs expect to be scored. I'm not going to back the home team with a run line at minus, one, at minus 115. So, going to stay away. Then I'm going to look maybe see what the uh, strikeout prop is for Keller. With 93 strikeouts and 74 and two-thirds innings, good chance he may be able to um, catch that. But it's probably going to be 6.5, 7. So, not really sure, but we'll check that out. Next game, in the Bronx, where the Yankees are hosting... Uh, the Chicago White Sox is trying to pull this game up on my board here. Luis Giolito for the Sox on the hill and Clark Schmidt for the Yankees. Yankees at home are minus 170. Giolito on the Sox on the road are plus 145. Total here is 8.5. Juice to the over at minus 115. So runs are expected to be scored. You can get the Yankees in the run line at plus 125. I actually lean towards Schmidt and the Yankees here. Uh, not at minus 170, that's for sure. I don't know that a lot of runs are going to be scored, so I would maybe look towards the under. It's at, yeah, money's coming in the over, so if this gets to nine in the morning, I would definitely look to jump on the under. Schmidt's pitched better lately, and Giolito's been hot and cold, um, but has the ability to certainly keep the Yankees' bats in check. Giolito comes in on the season 68 in the third innings, 4.08 ERA, 1.26 whip. So, as I said, not spectacular numbers there. 69 strikeouts and 68 and a third innings, so strikeout and inning. Um, but has shown flashes of his old brilliance, and I think he could keep the Yankees' order in check. And Judge is still questionable. If Aaron Judge is out, definitely helps them. Clark Schmidt, these numbers aren't good. 55 and two-thirds innings, 5.01 ERA, 1.51 whip, but 65 strikeouts, so more than strikeout and inning. And he has started to pitch better. Not great. Uh, but better. I mean, he, a lot of things were he's thrown into the rotation for the Yankees. A lot of things were expected from him, probably unfairly to start the season. But more recently, uh, against Seattle, 
five and two thirds, three innings and uh, three hits, no earned runs, one walk, seven strikeouts. Not a great lineup, but he shut him down. Against Baltimore, five innings, five hits, one earned run, two walks, four strikeouts. Against at Cincinnati, tough ballpark to pitch in, five innings, five hits, two earned runs. Uh, got rocked by Tampa, four and two thirds, six innings, uh, six hits, seven earned runs before that. Against Oakland, six innings, five hits, two earned runs. So he started to um, show that he is a kind of a league average pitcher, and I, you know, I think he can he- keep them in check. I'm not going to lay 170, and I'm not going. Um, I might, maybe, not really sure. Look to the Yankees run line. Uh, I just think their offense is so good. But but if Judge is out, I'm probably not going to be on that. And if Judge is out, I would definitely look to the under eight and a half. If it creeps up to nine, definitely on that. Next game in Washington. Uh, the battle of not really impressive teams. Although Arizona is tied for the NL West. I'm not buying it. Um, they've been doing well. I think, I think they'll come back there down to earth. I think San Diego will wake up. And I think it's still the Dodgers in San Diego. But anyways. In Washington, the Arizona Diamondbacks come in minus 150 favorites on the road. The home Nats are plus 130. Total here is 9.5, juiced evenly on both sides. Tommy Henry, the lefty for Arizona's on the hill. 41 innings, 3.73 ERA, 1.24 whip, just 24 strikeouts. So definitely pitching the contact. He looked good. Not buying it, though. Uh, he, you know, he's, a, he's had a few good outings. Not really sure. And... Uh, how much I buy that. And Washington hits fairly well against lefties. If I can just pull up the lefty splits. Yeah, Washington has the fifth best batting average against lefties at 292. Their on-base percentage of 357 puts them fourth best. And their slugging at 426 puts them uh, where are we? 14th best. So they're not, they're, they don't have a lot of power, but they're certainly hitting and getting on base against lefties. So I'm not sure that we can really fade uh, Washington here. Henry's done well. He's a lefty. I think Washington has the ability to get to him. So at plus 130 at home, probably not a bad price. You can also get Washington on their run line at plus one and a half. So as long as they lose by one or less, uh, they cover the spread. Uh, it's at minus 120. So probably I might look to Washington on the money line because I'm don't. i I'm not buying the, the Tommy Henry thing. He's looked good. Not really sure that uh, he's all that legit. And Washington hits lefties very well. Next game is game I'm on. Houston's in Toronto after their beatdown of the Jays uh, on Monday night. The Jays find themselves minus 130 favorites um, because they don't have Alec Manoa on the mound. Instead, they have Kevin Gossman on the mound. Houston plus 110 in the money line. Total here is eight, just the over uh, minus 115. So money's obviously coming in on the over. If this gets up to eight and a half or even if it gets a nine, I would love, I will crush the under here with Gosman on the mound. He's been pitching really well. 75 innings, 2.76 area, 1.12 whip, 100 strikeouts. And Houston is a team that strikes out a lot. So if anything, uh, I don't have the props up yet, but I would look at a Gosman strikeout prop. Problem is it might be six and a half, seven, seven and a half. If it's that, if it's seven or more, I don't think I'd touch it. If it's below that, I would definitely look at it. Hunter Brown is on the 
Hill for the Astros, 62 out of third innings, 3.61 ERA, 1.24 whip. Having a good year, for sure. I just think Gossman is a better pitcher. Uh, the Jays lineup is doing well. Houston's doing well, but Altuve's hurt. Uh, and I think the lineups are kind of a wash, and I definitely favor the the, uh, the Stroh's bullpen over the Jays. But I just think Gossman, he's been pitching fantastic lately. So it could limit them. Can't lay minus 130. The run line is minus one and a half, and that's what I was on. So the Jays minus uh, one and a half run line is at plus 155 on DK. And that is what I am on tomorrow. Toronto being able to win and being able to win behind Gosman by two runs or more. Next game in Cincinnati. Should be an interesting series as the Dodgers come to town to, to uh, play the Reds. Reds. Reds, or sorry, Dodgers obviously find themselves at minus 195 in the money line. The Reds at plus 165. Total here is uh, 9.5, juiced to the under at minus 120. And that is purely, well, I'm surprised the number is that high. Uh, but the Dodgers at minus, minus 195 are clearly fair because of their pitching, because of the pitching matchup. Tony Gonson's on the hill, the righty for the Dodgers. 35 and two-thirds inning, 1.77 ERA, 0.9 whip, 25 strikeouts. It's been fantastic as he comes back from injury. Flip side has Luke Weaver. Not so fantastic. 43 and two-thirds, 5.36 ERA. Uh, just nine walks and 42 strikeouts. So it's a strikeout inning, but a 1.35 whip. So giving up way too much contact. And that is a recipe for disaster against L.A. That's a recipe for disaster in Cincinnati. So, can't touch the Dodgers at minus, 120, m- minus 195. And on the run line, minus 125. Don't want to touch that either. So, stay away from me. Total here is 10.5. I know it's a great American small park, but uh, can't really bite on that number either. The next game is in Cleveland, where Boston is in town. I'm just trying to pull this up. And there we go. We have... The home guardians with Shane Bieber on the hill, minus 120, and the Red Sox coming the lefty James Paxton at plus 100. Paxton thrown, what, three games now, 19 innings, 4.26 ERA. He's had two good innings, one terrible outing, 1.26 whip. Bieber's 75 innings, 3.72 ERA, 1.29 whip. And if anything, I would lean to the under eight here. It's juiced to minus 120. I got it earlier on Bet Rivers at minus 110. I think both pitchers are pitching well. The Guardians are brutal against lefties. When I pull up the splits against lefties, uh, just to show you how bad they have been, Cleveland is 23rd in batting average at 238 against lefties. Their on base percentage is 310, which puts them at 23rd. And they're, oh, sorry, sorry. Yep, 23rd. And their slugging percentage of 365 puts them, where are we here? 365 for Cleveland, 28th worst. So they really struggle against lefties. So I'm not really sure they can get the packs in for a whole lot of runs. And Boston's been doing well, but against Bieber, I think he can limit them as well. So I'm on the under here. And... Like I said, I got it at minus 110. Right now on FanDuel and DK, it's close to minus 120. 
that's a tough sell for me. I don't think I would play it at that. I think that 10 points difference is, is uh, makes it unplayable. But if you can get it at minus 110, uh, I would definitely play it. Minus 115, minus 120, probably stay away from me. But I think it's a low-scoring game. And I actually like Boston on uh, the money line at plus 100. Uh, I just think their bats are doing doing better. And I think Paxson being a lefty can shut down Cleveland. So I think I would take the money line. I'm not on that, but I would look towards the money line. The next game is in Atlanta where we have – yeah, sorry, I was trying to pull up this game. Where we have the Mets in town. You can get the home Braves behind Bryce Elder at minus 165. The road Mets at plus 140 behind Carlos Carrasco. And I jumped on the Braves run line. You can get that at uh, on FanDuel plus 120. And I think that's the play. I like the Braves. Can't back him at minus 165. Elder, everybody's waiting for this guy to go bust, and he's just not doing it. 65 and two-thirds innings, 1.92 ERA, 1.16 whip. 19 walks a little little much. 56 strikeouts. It, you know, he's not a strikeout of an inning guy, and that's the thing. Everybody's like, stuff isn't there. Why is he doing it? But he's just doing it. He's been fantastic for, for Atlanta. On the flip side is Carrasco. 31 and third innings, 5.75. Four ERA, just 19 strikeouts. That is not the Carlos Carrasco we know in a 1.37 whip. Uh, Mets offense isn't there. Carrasco's struggling. It's in Atlanta. I don't like taking the home team on the run line, but the total here is eight and a half, just to the over. Uh, sorry, nine and a half, just to the over at minus 125. So runs are expected to be scored. I just like the way Atlanta's playing. I don't like the way Carrasco's pitching. So, happy to take the Braves on the run line. Next game in Milwaukee, where we have the Brewers hosting the Orioles. Brewers minus 130 in the money line. You can get the underdog O's at plus 110. Total here is 8.5, juicy over at minus 115. For the Brew Crew, we have Freddy Peralta, very inconsistent in his rebound year. 60 in the third innings, 4.62 ERA. 61 strikeouts, solid strikeout inning, but 25 walks. Way too many walks, Freddie. 1.41 whip. Kyle Gibson for Baltimore. 71 and two-thirds, 3.89 ERA. 23 walks, 20 walks, 47 strikeouts. Not enough. Complete pitch to contact guy at this stage of his career. And a 1.31 whip. I'm not on this game at all. Uh, if anything, I would lean to Baltimore just because they're catching a plus 110 in the money line, but stay away from me. Uh, don't really have a good side. Don't really have a good feel either way. We hit the Texas, uh, where the series against St. Louis continues. The home Rangers are minus 145, and the road cards plus 125. Total here is 9.5, choose evenly on both sides of minus 110. Texas starts righty Dane Dunning, 48 and 8. 48 innings, 2.06 ERA, 1.04 whip. He's been doing great. Uh, him, Nate Eovaldi's, Nate Eovaldi's really stepped up, and Dunning has stepped up since DeGrom went down. I think everybody thought, oh, my gosh, DeGrom's going down. What are they going to do? Well, the back-end starters have really stepped up. Their offense is humming. And I don't think you can bet against Texas these days. Flip side is Matthew Libertori, uh, the lefty for St. Louis, young lefty. Just 11 innings pitch, 4.91 ERA, 1.36 whip. 
But when we look at Texas against lefties, right now the Rangers hit 295 against lefties, fourth best in the league. 372 on base percentage is the best. And they're, oh, where are we here? And they're 465 uh, slugging is the fourth best. So I'm back in Texas here. Uh, as I did on the DK Profit Boost yesterday and one, I've been back in Texas for the last week. And minus 145 is too much to lay. But their run line is is plus 120. And I may be on the run line. If DraftKings has a profit boost again tomorrow, which they seem to have had for like six last seven days, I would actually take the Rangers minus 145, get to DK profit boost of 50, 50% is what they've been doing lately, get it close to even money. So not on the game yet. If that profit boost comes through, I'll probably be on Texas. If not, I might be on their run line. Next game is in Colorado, 840 in the east. And the Rockies open up a series against San Francisco. On the hill for San Fran is, sorry, let me back up. San Fran is minus 140 on the money line. The home Rockies plus 120, which I find odd. I think the wrong team is favored here. Total of 12, so a lot of runs expected to be scored. Money's coming in the over as it's juiced to minus 120. John Brebbia starts for the Giants, which will likely be just an opener. 22, 23 and two-thirds innings, 3.8 ERA, 1.06. Yeah, those numbers look good, but he's only going to pitch one of 20s. Denelson Lamette goes for Colorado. He has struggled. 13 two-thirds, 13.17 ERA, 2.41 whip. But he's only pitched 13 and two-thirds innings. Can't really get a feel for this game. Rockies plus 120 as the money line uh, underdogs at home. Probably some value there. And uh, San Francisco's been hitting well lately, but they're going to have an opener, going to get to their bullpen early. Shamane will probably, you know, Shamane come in and pitch four or five innings in the middle. Maybe, but it's in Colorado, so don't really know that I trust him. This game's a total stay away from me. Don't really have a, uh, a, a good feel for it either way. Second last game of the night is the Angels of Los Angeles. Los Angeles, not of Anaheim, but of Los Angeles, host the Chicago Cubs. Uh, the Angels come in minus 135 in the money line. The Road Cubbies plus 115. Total here is 9.5. Juice the under minus 115. For the Angels, lefty Tyler Edison is on the bump. 52 and two thirds, 5.47 ERA, 1.59. With 25 walks, walking too many guys, 33 strikeouts. Not striking out enough, guys. But the Cubbies are about league, a little better league average uh, against left. He's not not fantastic. Well, actually, they are doing fairly well. When I look at their uh, – oh, let me pull this up. Uh, their triple slash line, against, uh, batting average, 273, which puts them eighth overall. They're on base 343 against lefties, which puts them – uh, eighth overall, and their slugging at 451 puts them fifth overall. So they are doing well against lefties, and I do like that. I do like the fact that they can, uh, I think, put up some runs, but the problem is they have Hayden Wesniewski on the hill. Not really sure that he can slow down the 
the Astros. So total here is nine and a half. Juice to the under at minus one fifteen. If anything, eh, I don't really know that a, a, a game at night in LA. I want to go to the over. I think LA gets a Wisniewski. Maybe look to a first five inning. Maybe look to a LA total. Uh, I think they win. Don't really want to lay minus one thirty five and the run line at plus one forty. As juicy as that is, don't think I want to uh, lay that either. Last game, which is an interesting pitch, I think a very interesting pitching duel in San Diego with the Mariners in town. Uh, the Padres are minus 135 on the run line. The Road M's are plus 115. You can get this total at 7.5. Juicy over at minus 115. If anything, I would look to the over. Seattle starts uh, righty Logan Gilbert, 64 innings, 4.08 area, 0.98 whip. Just 11 walks and 73 strikeouts, so he's been doing well, but he's been hit a little harder and more consistently lately. Joe Musgrove is on the hill for the Padres. Come back from injury, a little behind, and he's kind of showing. He's still working off the rust, and I think he'll get there, but I'm not sure he's there yet. 36 in the third innings, 4.71 ERA, 1.38 whip, just 34 strikeouts. Little just, a little less than one per inning. Seven and a half total, juice the over, money's coming in the over. I think I would lean to the over here. Uh, I think both teams can get to both pitchers. The question is, Seattle's offense has really struggled lately. And San Diego just hasn't woken up either. So I think I'd lean to the over. Minus It's juice to minus one fifty uh, seven and a half juice to minus 115. So obviously money's coming in the over. And I think that's where the game is going to end. So ran through all 15 games. Hope you got some uh, angles, some size. Still a little early to get any props. Uh, hit those in the morning, maybe. Maybe a couple first five overs. And uh, the NBA doesn't start for another day. And the NHL um, also goes for, uh, in uh, on Thursday. So it should be an interesting day. There. Sorry, on Wednesday. They'll both be back on Wednesday. Should be an interesting day then. Lots of games in baseball today. All, 50, all 30 teams are playing. And hopefully you've got some good angles. Some good signs and some good ideas. Hopefully you can make money. Hopefully I can make money. Hopefully we can all make money on this day in sports betting. And we'll chat with you tomorrow. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.